Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Today we take out the trash, malicious compliance style. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, want me to do work for free? Now you get to pay me. So starting in December, I began working for an iVision company. When I was hired, we'll call her Karen, was for some reason hiring me to sit around for an unknown amount of time. I was in optical and the office didn't have a doctor on staff, so we literally had nothing to do. We'd come in and sit around for seven and a half hours and even had an hour and a half long lunch. I was getting paid good, so I found ways to keep myself entertained. And eventually my coworkers and I began to play board and card games. It was a dream. On my very first day, my coworker was waving red flags at me telling me to run for the hills, but I took that as a caution. I did end up building my own judgment. I learned very quickly that Karen was not only working for the office, but also for her now fiancé and his company. She'd shown her true colors my very first second there, before she introduced me by talking crappy about her children's father and how her fiancé is able to dodge child support payments. She's a whole other story, and we highly disliked her, but she's not entirely relevant. So anyways, in January, the company fired their call center, and in effect, the load handed on my coworkers and I pile of work. Suddenly, we had phones ringing left and right, having to explain that we didn't have a doctor and weren't operating like normal, dealing with insurance, etc., Karen thought it would be great to do a one-on-one with us where I prepared and read her a pretty stern note I made, basically saying I wanted a raise for the excess work I was doing and that I would only travel for a new hourly rate, $22, but not for free, not even 15 minutes down to the next town. She responded by saying, I'm very disappointed that you would ask for a raise, especially only having been here since December. Perhaps this job isn't going to work out after all, blah, blah, blah. That's where she messed up. I already knew the one-on-one was a bad idea, but that made me go straight to my desk and begin applying for jobs. Then in mid-February, we got a doctor. I hadn't been trained, mind you. Anytime someone came to order glasses from our sister office, she'd lay the work on coworker or make her train me, while she'd sit at her desk doing her other job. By March, I'd pretty much maneuvered Karen to teaching me as much as possible while still applying to other jobs and interviewing, and was still rocky but doing patience myself. A few things happened. One, our sister location was shut down due to health risks in the structure and moved into our office, two times the patient and staff. Two, the company chose to lay off the team who specialized in ordering the glasses we sold, and guess what two morons they thought would take over that job in office? Three, Karen put her two weeks in, at the same time as the tech. So now we're dealing with brand new staff, save for the receptionist, who's awesome, and other location staff, two times as many patients and orders as we should have had, and learning to make orders to the labs. They also shut down their own lab, by the way. The manager from the other place wasn't helpful and laid her work on us, making us take the abuse of angry, irrational, rude, and confused patients. So at this point, 
I flat out refused to order glasses. We had about 7 to 15 orders per day that took 10 to 20 minutes each. My coworker took on a lot of work and began to pile work on herself. She was against it all but took the ridiculous amount of work and piled it onto herself. She was also irritated with me, but I stood my ground and made it known I wasn't working for free. I was glad to do my job and optical related work, but when it came to adding four people's jobs titles to mine, I wanted compensation. Eventually I figured, okay, not gonna make her feel worse, and so I took four opticians job load while she did orders until we could stay caught up. Still, I never did more than five in two months. By the end of March, I began to let the phones ring and stopped caring. So did they. Suddenly, on the 3rd, I was pulled out by the GM and told I was being laid off. They didn't have the funds to have two opticians on staff. In that moment, as they were explaining, I sat quietly realizing that they jumped the gun. I got lucky. You see, I was planning to put in a two weeks or quit the next day depending on my job interview, but by firing me, they then had to give me four weeks of severance pay. That equaled $4,050 in one lump sum. Remember, I'd already been job searching and at one point was even told by one of my coworkers that I'd never find a job in this economy. Not with the recession, not one for such high pay, with my expectations, yada yada. Lucky for me, I didn't give up and I'd tried for a position in a dream company and was due to a third interview on Get This, ready? The next day, I kept quiet, I was cordial, they thanked me for my professionalism and I left within minutes. Cut to the next day, I was bummed because it doesn't feel great to be laid off and I was also preparing for my phone interview. 30 minutes after, I got a call and sure enough, I got the job. I was elated, I got a raise, and I was working with an amazing company who loves and cherishes their employees, one where I can grow and move up with. I also now have $4,000 to finally fix my smile, the one I've been wanting to save for. Saturday I got a much needed root canal and a crown, and as a result, it also ended up straightening my smile. I feel a tad bit bad that my two coworkers are stuck. I'm glad I eased the load on them expecting to be quitting the next day. I enjoyed that time of lounging around, plus I really enjoyed the job once it started up. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm just not dumb enough to not recognize when I'm being gaslit and taken advantage of. So my question is, is four times the workload, four times the workload OP had to begin with? 
or four times the normal expected workload for somebody in that job to have. Because OP said that they had time to sit around for an hour and a half lunch and play board games. Is it four times that workload? I think depending on which way it is, it makes a big difference. Our next story is, you got angry because you kept demanding paperwork I'd already sent you? Okay. So this happened a few minutes ago, and I've never really had one of these moments before, and I am reeling at how absolutely exasperating that exchange was. Normally, I'm a pretty passive, happy-go-lucky person, but this just got way under my skin that I decided to do something about it. Do I feel a little guilty? Yeah, but also I'm at the point where I didn't know what else to do, so cue malicious compliance I suppose. So I'm trying to go to college as an adult, but after a wicked bad separation, I can't afford the like $2,300 for this course. I explained it to the financial aid person for the school, and she asked for a copy of my separation agreement to prove I was actually split. Yeah, no problem, I can do that. I sent the blank PDF of the full agreement, along with a photo of the signatures, and explained my ex-spouse and I had to print it and sign it in person. So here was the signatures to go along with a PDF. A few weeks later, I get a phone call of a woman very quickly condescendingly telling me that she had a blank signature PDF and what do I do with a PDF with no signatures? There's nothing here. Can't you see that I'm trying to help you? You didn't send me anything. But her voice was so incredibly snide and rude from the get-go and didn't even, you know, consider they may be more than one attachment in the email or to read the body saying the signature page had to be printed i've also attached a photo of it for proof nope i was a buffoon an absolute loon who sent a blank pdf just to waste her time and energy i brushed it off as her having a bad day and tried to be friendly and helpful and say ah okay yeah so in the same email if you go here there's a second attachment and that has the signatures on it. It's the exact same page as in the PDF, just printed and signed. She immediately jumped on me going, yeah, but you didn't send it, there's nothing here, and kept progressively getting crappier at me, and kept accusing me of stuff and not listening to me or letting me talk. After a few times of me trying to politely explain that I was looking at the email and that there was definitely two attachments, the agreement and the signatures, I just go, okay, okay, no problem, here, I'll send it again. Do you see it now? Well, she did, but then she goes, this is only the signature page. Where's the separation agreement? What am I supposed to do with just signatures? Where's the rest of the agreement? I then also politely explain that the rest of the agreement is the exact same as the PDF I sent her, which, mind you, is obviously really freaking long. This thing is in a freaking binder. She already has the PDF, confirmed she had it of course, but kept insisting that she wanted the printed one too because they were different. I ask her what she means, because I say if she has the full agreement, then the only page that's different is the page with the signatures, the rest is all just text describing, you know, what my ex and I agreed on when we split. She demands why doesn't she have this one though? So I tell her I can take pictures of it if she really wants, and she's just talking over me and goes, yes, good, finally, do that, without actually listening to me. So we hang up, and I proceeded to take a photo of every single page and email them to her, but Gmail has a limit of five items at a time, 
So after a few emails of me sending one page at a time of exactly everything she's already read, I swiftly get back an email explaining that she'll get back to me whether I'm eligible or not and to stop. I may have screwed myself on getting a bursary for school, but she was already trying to deny me and wouldn't even let me talk to explain it. So we'll see how it goes, I guess. Hopefully she listens to the next person when they try to tell her it's the exact same thing. I definitely understand where OP's coming from. I think honestly, like, maybe the best thing OP could have done is take that original PDF and edit it and stick the signed agreement in, like, substitute that one page. Even if it looks different, like, you can just say we had to get that one printed out and signed specifically. I mean, at least it's all there together. That's what she wants, apparently. Our next story is, go through the drive-thru? You got it. The staff Wendy's today wouldn't serve me in the lobby because they didn't have a lobby till and demanded I go through the drive-thru. Normally I don't get this issue because if they don't have a lobby till they'll just walk my payment over to their drive-thru till and walk back. But today they wouldn't budge so I walked through the drive-thru since I wasn't parked in their lot but instead parked in my job which was a couple blocks away and I walked over to Wendy's to get my food. When I walked through their drive-thru, they wouldn't serve me at the drive-thru because I wasn't in a car. So I held up traffic till they did serve me. Once I got to the payment window, the cashier decided to treat me like an actual human being and told me I could come inside to the lobby to get my food, where I saw another customer waiting, being told the same thing. I told her what I just did to get my food, and as I'm walking back to work, I see her doing the same thing I did to get my food. I hope I created a domino effect of people doing this, but obviously I couldn't stay long enough to find out. I really, really, really don't understand the logic here. The same thing kind of goes for picking up an online order. There's a number of places where you can put an online order for, and you would imagine you can just go to the drive-thru, say you've got an online order, and they'll just hand it to you. I find it bizarre how many places you can order from, Go through the drive-thru, say you placed an online order, and you can look in the window and see your order just sitting on a shelf five feet away from the window, and they'll look you dead in the face and say, oh, you gotta come inside to get it. Just hand it to me. All you gotta do is turn around. It takes five seconds to pick it up. Our next story is taking out the trash. So I worked for a while at a group home type thing for young adults who were struggling. Usually it was an uneventful job that involved helping them learn life skills such as cooking, cleaning, budgeting their money, etc. I worked overnights, so an uneventful job became even more uneventful. A common task when I was in on shift was taking out the garbage. The city this place was in would take two bags per house. And this facility was a semi-detached with the walls in the middle taken down to make one large house. So, thinking I'm doing my job, I take four bags to the curb. The worker who would come in to relieve me in the morning, let's call him B, absolutely loses it on me. Why did you only take four bags out? The bin at the side is overflowing. For context, this program is not funded well in the slightest. There was a rotting, dilapidated garbage bin at the side of the house that was indeed overflowing with garbage. About once a month, the manager would buy extra garbage tags or do a dump run. I let him know that they'll only take four bags. B responds that I'm the reason the bin at the side of the house is overflowing, and next week I should put as many bags out as I can. Immediately, I knew exactly what to do. Next week on garbage day, I took all 37 garbage bags from the side of the house and arranged them neatly for pickup. 
I get a knock at the door and open it to the waste removal dude looking concerned. He says, you know I can only take four of these, right? I said no problem. About an hour later, B rolls in for his shift. He was perpetually about five minutes late for his shift, which was infuriating after working an overnight shift. He gets out of his car, absolutely speechless as he sees 33 garbage bags neatly arranged on the front lawn. There was so much garbage you couldn't even see the grass. I smile and toss him the keys to the house before getting in my car and taking off without a word. At least, apparently, OP, when they returned later that night, found out that they put all the bags back in the bin. So hey, although they were unable of understanding the scope of the situation before, at least they definitely do now because they put everything back. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.